You can really just shove him. If he falls down, he falls down. He's fine. Yeah, he's he gets point. knocked down. He gets up again. He has that tendency, yeah. Uh, right. He keeps trying to drink <gasps> my lager drink and my cider drink and my whiskey drink and my vodka drink. That's probably not good for his little dog tummy. They sing the songs that remind him of the good times and the songs that remind him of the... He's a dog. He can't sing. You're being ridiculous. Well, he is pissing the night away, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday podcast episode 194. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is Tyler Driveland. Yeah, here I am. Awesome. So, welcome everybody. Welcome, Mary. Hi, Hello. Mary. Hello, I'm here for the podcast. Yeah. So, today we have Mary, and we're going to be talking about, uh, well, we're going to be talking more shit on Brewdog. At least I am. And then we're going to be talking about some big moves in the Midwest beer world. And finally, a horse who drinks beer. Oh, imagine that, you guys. Man, the alpha mare is into that. I was going to make that joke. Too late. Uh, That's why I'm an alpha uh, mare and not yep. the beta one. Beta mare. <laughs> you can be the beta Sounds mare, like, yes. Can I not be a... Fuck, what's the term? A stallion? Gelding. I don't want to be a gelding. <laughs> Rough. I have okay. most, if not all, of my genitals. That's probably good. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, um, aside from bringing a, a bouquet of horse terms to us, uh, Mary, I think you're also bringing a special beer for Samuel. Yeah, um, we're doing the Switcher Brew this week, so I have a beer for Sam. He's got a beer for me. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. You totally have it. I totally, totally have it. Oh, my I God. Do. So should I go get it, I guess? We haven't brought them up to yeah, the podcast. Uh, so yeah, so I'm going to... Yeah, let Sam tell you how it works okay i'm gonna go hide in the other room and mary's gonna introduce the beer and then come get me and then i'm gonna start drinking it and then i'm gonna do that for her uh and uh we'll try and get an idea of the uh you know the style maybe the abv you know try and try and get some some stats and some deets on a beer that uh we haven't had before i don't know what it is so and I'm then gonna... at the end there'll be a big reveal Da-da-da. i'm gonna go hide okay all right i'm gonna go get a beer so it's gonna be some okay. time all right let's do this all right <laughs> all right so i'm back so i have a beer for sam um it's kind of the most sam beer i could find i almost was really mean tyler and i bought him like the most merry beer in the world <laughs> it was like a saison that had i think like peach and white tea in it and I, I bought it it's at my house and then i felt bad i was like oh man sam's gonna hate this so today Instead, I went out and I bought, he probably has had this before, but don't tell him, okay. um, Evil Twin Brewing's Imperial Mexican Biscotti Cake Break, oh. which is an imperial stout with, what is it, coffee, cinnamon, almonds, cacao nibs, vanilla, and habanero peppers. All right. That is a very Samuel beer. I yeah. wonder if we'll be able to pick all those things out without knowing about it. That was mostly what I thought was interesting was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in here, so maybe he can pick out those things. I thought about making like a checklist and being like, challenge, <laughs> what are right. all the flavors? But yeah, so it's 10.5 ABV, which maybe I should warn him, but it's like the darkest beer I've ever seen. So he might 
already kind of know. Right. Yeah. So that's what I have. So yeah, pour it out and then hide the bottle. Yeah, I poured it out. I'm gonna go hide the bottle and then I'm gonna send Sam in here Super. with my beer. All right, cool. All right. Be, be back. All right. All so right. What beer did you bring, Mary? Okay, so this one, this one for Mary. This is part three of the trilogy. Ooh. I thought it'd be interesting to get someone else's take on these because the first two I thought tasted so similar. And also the bottle's big enough. I'll probably save half for myself <laughs> after the show. <laughs> this is, so this is Boulevard Smoked Axe Series Thrilogy. Um, this is their bourbon barrel quad. Uh, this is an ale aged in bourbon barrel with cherries. I was, I was tempted, I was thinking about, as I was coming up here doing a, uh, uh, I should get her a better pour than that because she can't refill it herself. I was thinking about as I was coming up here, switching our pint glasses and kind of getting like a second level uh, oh, switcheroo but this beer the beer that I have for her is kind of a kind of a deep amber with a bunch of floaties in it and the one that she has for me is clearly a stout or a porter <laughs> it's uh, very dark uh, I don't think that uh, you probably couldn't have pulled it off I don't think I could have pulled it off yeah. or yeah double blind switcheroo going on that would be that would be kind of an interesting idea if like three stacks had to get stuff for both of us i don't know what benefit that would have but yeah but i like these switcher brews i i also enjoy the switcher brews i think that's good enough i'm gonna go put this back and go get married sounds good that's from us watching fly what fly do you not know fly what rochinelli's dog Oh. So every now. Oh, you said watching Fly. I thought you meant like the movie, The Fly. And I was like, uh, yeah, I think got really grossed out when Jeff Goldblum turned. Uh, tried to stab the door. That's from when. Uh, Hello. When. So Fly broke his crate. So when oh. we watch him, we can't crate him. So we just put him in that room and cross the fingers. And so he's taking a little paint off, but it's not that bad. It's all right. We don't have any progeny living in there, so it doesn't really matter yeah. at this point. Speaking of the fly, did you know that the fly came out right around when I was born, and I suppose then also when Tyler was born? And apparently my mommy watched it uh, while she was in labor with the thought, maybe this will scare him out. <laughs> I was two weeks late, so she was pretty sick of my shit. Get out of here. <laughs> All, All right, right, cool. Well, uh, how about you two taste your brews, and then I'll introduce and taste mine. Okay. okay. Sounds good. So I'll go first. So this one that Sam has for me, it's lovely. Are there, is there stuff in here? It's like brown with, with stuff. Looks like some floaties. And there's like there. a very thin head on it. So I'm very excited about this. The head was much thicker when I poured it and I did a bad job. Oh. Well, I love this. Oh, good. Good. I don't know. Is this like a... Oh. I can tell you. It's like whiny. Is this like a Trappist situation with the bits? I don't know, I like this. Whatever it is. I cool. Think, I think that there should be a professional rapper called The Trappist Situation, and he should have <laughs> backup dancers called The Bits. The Bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm into this. Wow. It tastes, it tastes European, I think. Very European. The way there's, like, the bits in there. I just, I'm going to talk about these bits the whole episode. All right. Awesome. Sam, what do you got? Something. I guess I'm real dark, so I'm thinking stout. Definitely smells like a stout. Maybe. <laughs> I like feel like I'm extra. I'm extra on the spot to like pick out whatever notes there are to like yeah. to like prove my bona fides. So it's definitely stouty with chocolate notes. 
it smells boozy, but it doesn't taste very boozy, which is a, that's good. That indicates to me that it probably is high in alcohol, but doesn't <laughs> taste like it, which is a great combo. Um, and I think there's something else here, something sweet, maybe something maybe milky, but I'll have to drink more of it to try and discover what that is. Oh, I wish I had a friend to do switch a brew with. I'm so lonely. Didn't it's pretty you, fun. <laughs> didn't you get Becca to get you a blind beer? It's not really a switch of brew, but... Yeah. I can't remember what it was, though. So I don't remember. But, like, you can do that again. No one's stopping you. Yeah, that's true. But I got my own beer this time around. I have Lagunita's The Waldo's Special Ale, which the internet informs me is a double-slash-imperial uh, IPA. Which makes sense because it's 11.9% ABV. Nice. It's, I mean, I can believe it. it's an IPA. It's kind of like straw colored, very clear, not a whole lot of head. Oh, it actually, it tastes very tropical. Like Like a sunset. Hmm. I don't know exactly what fruit it is, but there's definitely a fruity, tropical smell in the nose. This has really thick body. For an IPA. Nice. Like, it's, um, huh. You know, I don't usually associate IPAs with having a heavy mouthfeel. That's more like a stout porter situation. But this, it's really weighing on the tongue so much that I don't even really care about the flavors. I'm just so startled by the mouthfeel. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Too much carapils in that, am I right? Yeah, I guess. There's maybe, like, some mango. That might be the fruit in there. Like, some mango taste. Definitely pretty strong hop bitterness. And so heavy, you guys. Just so heavy. So heavy. It's weird. That's that's my first impression. Let's see. What do we want to go into? So, last week, Mary, just to bring you up to speed. Okay. We we talked a little shit on BrewDog, the uh, famous Scotland This happens a lot. This has happened a couple times when I've been on the show. There have been right. a few, yeah. <laughs> what what exactly did we give them shit for last week, Samuel? It was, uh, they sued some people over some nonsense. That was it. Right, right, right. But our bigger and, issue um, with them is that their whole deal is they're, like, anti-establishment and, like, mm-hmm. you know, f- fuck big beer and yeah. the government and rock and roll and shit. But then they're, like, going around with these petty lawsuits. And like I'm, like, super being the establishment and cut that shit out. And now they are even more of the establishment because TSG Consumer Partners, which owns, among other things, Pabst Brewing Company, Pop Chips, Sweetwater Brewing Company, and Vitamin Water, bought about 22% of BrewDog in exchange for 100 million pounds. So they weren't, you know, bought out. This company only bought 22% of, of stock, so they're not the majority shareholder. But, you know, it's it's just another move in the direction of becoming kind of the man. And so I, I guess one thing we have to say, for anybody who's invested in BrewDog, this is really good. Like, if you're in it to make money, this is a great investment move on their part because their, their stockholders are going to get a lot of money back. But this article points out that uh, one of the guys who owns BrewDog, back in 2015 when he was told of another brewery sale to S.A.B. Miller, he said, fuck no, he'd never sell out. 
And while he technically hasn't sold out, he's pretty close. He's 22% sold out. Yeah. Well, it's like everyone's so, like, oh, I'm not going to sell out ever until someone's like, hey, here's 100 million pounds. And then you're like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so let me... This is why people do this. Let me rebut you. Okay. You said no one ever says they would sell out. If we got if we got an email to Podcast at gmail.com <laughs> from a rep at SAB Miller, and they were going to pay up. This is now the Bruise Day, Coors Day new podcast. You know? Right. Yeah. Sponsored by Wait. Coors. Wait, I said S.E.B. Miller, and you were like, yeah, let's drink Shit. Coors. What's the matter with you? That's why they're going to come oh. by us, because they're going to feel threatened. Well, there, it's also Miller Coors. It's all very confusing. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. It's Miller time. No, they're not paying us yet. Is that the wrong one? Don't right. do it for free, is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I would sell out so fast. I'd get, like, Doritos tattooed on my face if they set me up for life. <laughs> Just saying, Doritos. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if anybody from Doritos is listening to the podcast. Nope. Nobody's listening to the podcast. But um yeah, you know, like if you're if you're in a business that's out to make money, like I said, like this is a good move, you know. Their investors are going to be happy. They're clearly expanding. But they've, you know, always been these quote-unquote punks. Like they're not going to be the man. They're not going to be the establishment. They're going to do things their way. They don't even care about profiting, but yeah, they do. They totally it, do. It actually frustratingly reminds me of uh, the company that Mary and I work for. Wackety-schmackety-doo. I, I don't... Because we're punks? Uh, well, I, I guess just the, the dissonance between the vibe that you tell everyone you have and the vibe that you actually have, I think really it's just when it started, it was like, you know, this startup that no one thought was going to go anywhere. Scrappy. Right, scrappy. And that was like the vibe and that, that's like kind of, a, kind of a cool vibe and kind of the vibe of a place that I would like to work for. And then they, you know, did a good job and were really successful and got really huge. And now it's like, you know, more of a corporate machine type of place. And yeah. don't get me wrong, it's the stability is great. Like I don't have Love to, that. I don't have to work eighty hour weeks to make sure that a thing gets out. Otherwise, the company will go under. That kind of thing. Right. But it is like they definitely talk like we're still this upstart. And I'm like, no, dog, we're the juggernaut. Like. It's like it's fine that you are wistful about these days, but that's not how shit is anymore. Right. That all makes sense to me. Of course, I probably shouldn't really talk about being too anti-establishment, seeing as I'm going to get a job with the government. You're gonna go be a G-man. You're the man. Right. That's right. I am. I am literally the man. Now, dog. Now I'm the man. Now, dog. All your base are belong to me. What? Shut up. That's so good. You heard me. They're shitty memes. Well, yeah. They go together in that sense. Yo, Mary, I heard you like Mud Kips. Okay. Actually, delete, <laughs> speaking of Pokemon, I deleted Pokemon Go from my phone. It was time. Super done with that. Oh, I, I hear you don't like Mud Kips anymore. I don't. Deleted them. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, well, Super actually, bad. Pokemon Go, for almost its entirety, was only Gen 1, and Mud Kip is not from Gen 1. Well, they released a bunch of Gen 2. Yes. Mu- was Mudkip even in Gen 2? Yes. I couldn't remember if, if Mudkip was 2 or 3. I actually don't. I'm pretty sure it's 2, but I'm not sure. Cause I feel like it's been around long enough that it's got to be 2, right? It's been a while. Pokemon's been out like a while. That first game came out when we were 5 years old. Well, when you were 9 years old. Yeah, you were I was, five say, I was years definitely old. in 4th grade on the playground like with my Game Boy Pocket playing Pokemon. Man, I remember when Pokemon cards hit my school. It was literally a day and night thing. Yeah. Like, I went home from school... And I hadn't heard about Pokemon. And I came back to school, and probably 60% of the kids there had Pokemon cards. And I was like, what happened in the last 12 hours? Kevin, help me out, buddy. Kevin. 
that that helped that happened to me with every fucking major phase and i was like i guess i'm just not cool because i'm finding out about this shit dead last every time we had a when i was in like second or third grade yo-yos were big and everyone was doing yo-yos and i was like what fucking year is it also like what even does that does triggers that kind of stuff like back when we were youth there like wasn't the internet and it was like suddenly pokemon was the thing it's just like toys r us like making the biggest display of pokemon it was the tv TV TV? before the internet was so big those those young toy commercials i remember getting hyped on toy commercials back when i was a kid yeah yeah like i want that new lego set so bad yeah. You know the nice thing about Lego sets is then you don't have to be creative and think for yourself. But you Well, can. yeah, also uh, you can leave them out like caltrops. That's what <laughs> I like. I just I, I always I always felt like the like the sets with the instructions kind of defeated the purpose of Legos. But you don't have to follow the instructions. There's not like a guy there with a gun to your head like Sam. I know my build this pirate game the exact way. My point is there's just all those like specific pieces that I'm like Yeah. I don't want the the weird cave piece. I'm trying to build a sword over here. Mm-hmm. Give me more give me more of the regular I just need more squares. T- two by fours so I can build my fucking shit. Fair dues. Man, this beer is delicious. That's good. I'm glad you like it so much. I like the bits. Episode title? Sweet, dog. I hope he doesn't throw, like, dirt in here. Like, this is an actual good beard. I was like, oh, yeah, I made this. And then I, you know, pulled some of Barley's hair off. And then I, like, got some dirt. If Whatever you did, it's great. <laughs> when uh, when we first did this Witcher Brew, it was uh, with Boris when he was still out here. And we, like, threatened to give each other PBR. But neither of us ever went through I thought about, I told I told Tyler I almost gave you a big clunker. Did you? And well, then I was like, that would be mean. I, I like... My big fear right now is that this is New Glarus because I like it, and it, and if I have to like say all this good stuff about New Glarus beer, I'll be very upset. I'll tell you what it's not. What I almost gave you was the most merry beer I could find. It was a saison with like white tea and peach in it, and I was like, this is gonna be great. And then today I woke up and I was like, oh, Sam's gonna be sad. And then I went out and bought this guy. Oh, that, no, that, that would have been fine. Nah. <laughs> So, uh, you have to let me know how that is, because that sounds right up three stacks of alley. Yeah. Well, I did buy two of them, because I was going to drink one and then get one of you, so she could probably have one. She loves those tea beers. Let me know yeah. if it's any good. I will. Peachy keen. Speaking of uh, Pokemon Go, three minutes ago, uh, <laughs> I was I was walking my dog with uh, some friends who also have dogs, uh, enemy of the show, Greg Roach, uh, and his dogs, and at one point, one of their dogs started pooping. And he didn't clean it up right away. Not like he was going to just leave it there, but he wasn't, like, right on top of it because I later learned he was busy doing Pokemon Go while we were on the walk. <laughs> and just like, isn't this shit done? I thought this shit was totally done. No, they released a bunch of Gen 2 stuff, and it's still happening, but I stopped. Apparently when he and a bunch of his family and her family went on a trip to Paris. Most of what they did was uh, play Pokemon Go because apparently that's the only place you can get Mr. Mime. That's correct. Only in France. Which makes sense. (laughs) It makes thematic sense. The guy who was the first guy that caught all the Pokemon you could catch in the world uh, went to my college and was in my class. I didn't actually know him, though. Surprise. Nobody knew him. He was real quiet. (laughs) Collecting all of the Pokemon. Pretty hot. (laughs) No way. fine. Like, he looks like a guy. He's got a girlfriend. So, no, this guy... This is anyway, it, this is, is not it, a good is story. Is it, like, a jinx? Did he... That is his girlfriend? No. It's a real human. Is it a weeping bell? Something about weeping Just bell. the mouth. 
Can we? I kind of uh, just. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a button on this goof by saying something really gross, and then you just said something it. grosser than me. Okay, whatever. The hottest Pokemon is definitely Cloyster. Oh. Because no. it's a clam. Yeah. Uh huh. Jam out with your clam out. That's right. I don't know where we're going with Please, this. anything. Please, another article or something. Okay, so <laughs> let's see what we're going to do here. Pokemon are animals. Here comes a horse that drinks beer. Nice. From <laughs> AL.com. This horse drinks a good people beer a day. Man, what's this What's this Rapidash up to? Am I right? No. It's the name of no. a horse Pokemon? I'm aware. He's just a normal horse Pokemon. Man, I, you I just realized Ponyta was probably supposed to be a pony. Evolves into a Rapidash, which is supposed to be a horse, but that's not how that works. Ponies and horses, those are just different species. A pony isn't a young horse. It's a different. Yeah, welcome to that whole thing that happened on the Bam Bam. Did you read this in that episode back in oh, the day? Oh, when they, like, one of them learned at a live show that a pony wasn't just a young horse? Yeah, because that's the question they had. I'm sorry, we're going to talk about this other podcast on our podcast real quick. Way better their, podcast. Their question was like, hey, this mom got me a pony. I hate it. I want a horse. What do I do with this pony? And they're like, you just wait, because pony do become horse. And then later, next week, they're like, oh, our bad guys, we learned a lot that ponies are not baby horses. They're actually a totally different animal. I, so that was fun. I also thought that, but in fairness, I learned that I was wrong when I was like nine years old. Yeah. Which Good is stuff. like, not not that long after I learned Santa wasn't real. So at that point, like, you know. Yeah. Fuck, are we talking about horses and beer? Yeah. You can lead a horse so, to water, but you can't make it drink, the saying goes. Beer, now that's another story. You're just reading it. Tyler, take yeah. it away. Out loud. I was just doing oh. an intro. <laughs> you, so, you're plagiarizing. Alpha mayor. It's not plagiarism if we're talking about the article we cite it. Uh, did you cite it? Yeah, AL.com. Horses. I did. I did say that, like, first off. But you uh, I don't know where Alabama, I guess. So there's this place called King's Home in Chelsea, Alabama. And it is, it's like a, I don't really want to say halfway house, but it's like a, like a, like a therapy home, kind of. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like a retreat. Right. It, well, it, it, it provides, oh, here, here is an excellent summary. It provides services to women and children who have been abused or who are at risk of being abused. And so they have horses to provide equine therapy. And the horse they got to do the horse therapy, his name is Matt. And Mac has this thing called Cushing's disease, which means he can't sweat, which is bad for a horse. Is that a thing? Is that a, does that yeah. exist in humans? I don't know. But um, so a weird treatment for this is giving him a beer because it contains like nutrients that are good for treating the symptoms of this disease. So this horse just pounds down a beer every day. And uh, that's like his horsey little therapy. <laughs> Sorry, one second. No, it's fine. I mean, I'm just trying to what host this podcast here. Why is it no? Is it I texted you? Uh, We've got a podcast for a second. We, can we come back? Can we? He was on a, a roll and I feel very rude. I know. I'm can sorry. we come back to this? I don't think we can. No, I'm saying, no, we'll do the, the, the article and then come back to this startling revelation. <laughs> No, I don't. I mean, I think we're done with the article. Oh, I mean, clearly this revelation was too good for you it, guys to it keep is, to yourselves. It is so. pretty juicy. No, but okay. So is no, no. I'd like to hear what made all the ruckus over there, Samuel. What if I just tease it and we go back no, to the you, article? You, why don't you share with the rest of the class? You bring enough for everybody. Sam got <laughs> some sketcho text 
on his phone from some random number. And it's really creepy because it was like, hey, Mary B is inviting you to look at these videos. And I'm Mary B. And it was definitely like some kind of pornographic link. So I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, so it said now. that. And, and I kind of showed it to her thinking, it was just like, Mary B shared this with you 43 seconds ago. And I was like, maybe you sat on your phone or something. No. So I like showed it to her. And then she's like, uh. uh. And then I opened it, and the first thing is her Facebook profile picture. Which is terrifying. So it's like, Yours? oh. It's... Mine, yes. So it's oh. like, oh, it was for her. And then I scroll down, and, and then it's just like, porn. tits. I'm like, ah! Huh. And I'm like, at least 70% sure those weren't your tits. No, they were not. Okay. I do not have tits on the internet. Okay. So I don't know what that was, uh, but we're recording well, a I podcast. Hope no one else got those. Oh, God. Wait, where did you get this message from? Like a, a text message number? or a Facebook message? It was a text message, but from a number I didn't know. Oh, I just got another one. That's horrifying. Uh, no, it's just reminding me that I had a text message from two months ago. <laughs> In case you wanted to look at all these spam titties. videos. Maybe? No. Oh, that's terrifying. Well, the fact, it, I think it must be something through Facebook, which is actually kind of super extra weird, because I don't even have the Facebook app, because I don't like it. I just worried but that it's it could... like a lot of people and not just you. Yeah. Uh, we can take a take a break if you want to. I don't even know what you would do. Text people and say like... I didn't mean to send you all those titties. <laughs> Have you been helping a lot of Nigerian princes lately? No. Have you... I'm like super up on my like internet security stuff. This is very disturbing. It's probably those goddamn Russians. Probs. Ugh. I don't oh. like the internet. Yeah, it's gross. It's a gross place. Hey, at least uh, we're getting rid of that pesky net neutrality, am I right? Good. <laughs> Thank God. Let's see who's looking at my sweet private videos. Anyway, how's but, this um, horse doing? I think doing? the funniest part about this horse article... <laughs> just jumping right back into it. Yeah, go for <laughs> it. Uh, so, uh, because it's like, you know, like a, like, a, like a therapy home, there's no alcohol allowed. So this horse's medicinal beer has to be kept in like a locked safe. So nobody... Goes uh, after his horsey beer. Interesting. Aww. Yeah. So this disease, can it affect humans? Probably. I would imagine. So are there humans out there now who are like, oh, it's 4.30, time for my beer, so I don't have this symptom. So I can sweat a lot. Boy, that, oh, it absolutely can affect humans. With humans, it basically makes you fat. <laughs> That's different. The anhydrosis? Hyper-cortisolism. You You just get a whole bunch of fatty deposits. Oh, no. Yeah, that's rough. Man, bodies are gross. Diseases are gross. They're so gross. Can we just all put consciousnesses in robots for once? Just finally just shed these broke-ass bodies? I mean, I guess, but, like, (laughs) who's... I don't know. Can you get a handy with ones and zeros? I think... Realistically, it would be easy to program something equivalent. So yes, you're telling me yes. <laughs> I mean, I am a professional software developer, so I can tell you for certainty that professional probably. Professional gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Super great. If, if there is ever a project we could collaborate on professionally, it would be handjob software. Oh no, I'm out. Yeah, that's what I want on my CV. Oh boy. Some places we're um, into that. I'm going to get you published, and if we can be in a math journal, you can have an Airdish 4, which is Woo-hoo. prestigious in very small circles. That's all right. It's cool. I'll take it. I'm in prestigious in no circles right now. So. Aw. That's fair. Yeah. So let's see. What's been going on with 
any of anybody got a hilarious fun time story? Buck, it's been like six to eight weeks since you were on. Did we talk about? I did my. Did we talk about my stage dance that I was gonna do? So, Senior Tesla and I did a samba on a stage in front of a lot of people like oh. a couple weeks ago, and it was pretty rad and it was really nerve wracking. How many people? Like a theater full. Ooh. Not like not like amphitheater size, like you know, a uh. smallish movie theater size. Okay. All right. Stage. Yep. Because with the dance studios we go to, they do this like it's basically. I don't, it's like a rec- like a recital, but like not like a little kid recital. Where it's like, oh, all the students have uh, dance routines they do and like perform, and it's really fun. And Senior Tesla is very shy, as you'll probably guess, because he hasn't been on the show and barely like hangs out with Sam. But he's like, <laughs> he, he like dunks on my introversion. Like I I feel like I'm a very introverted person, and then every time I interact with him, I'm like, oh, oh you're an introvert. Got like. it. Yeah. I feel like maybe he's just too good for you, but is I, what it is, Sam. I no. don't see why those things are mutually exclusive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it was great, so I managed to, like, somehow convince him to dance on a stage with me, and it was really good and really great. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's we cool. have, it'll be a video at some point that I can show oh. people. Oh. Is it going is it to be, be one of your private videos yes, that I get to see? Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's pretty really cool. Uh, how does he feel about the fact that, in all likelihood, he will be the only racial minority at uh, my wedding? Oh, is that true? I, three seconds and I were kind of like, oh shit, is it only whites? And then after like 30 seconds, she was like, send your Tesla, we got one. And it's like, oh shit. I think I think actually just having one is worse than having one. I will tell worse. you, I will tell you, he's like, going to notice. I, I, <laughs> it's okay, we'll still have a good time. So there are a couple of people coming that have plus ones, and I we don't know who they are yet. Like yeah. Jed, for instance. Mm-hmm. I I think that I could you know maybe call in a groomsman favor and be like, hey. Wow, that no. You're that's plus, even more racist. Don't do that. You don't do that. Just, if you're forcing it, you're making it worse. I think. Hey Jed, I need you to rope in a darkie for me. No, well no. <gasps> I would just say, oh by the way, your plus one doesn't apply to whites. Oh my god. Is that bad? Yeah. I've been living in Wisconsin too long. It's hard for me to tell. My plus ones uh, are now all uh, based on affirmative action. <sighs> Gotta pump those numbers up. There will be lots of Jews. Does that help? I don't feel qualified to answer that question. <laughs> well, you're I, I, you're the representative. I'm not Jewish. No, I, I'm... Oh. You're, uh, you're saying you're Tesla's representative. Oh, I, I'm sure I'll be fine. I okay. won't say anything. That's so rough. It's not our fault so much. Hey, it's fine. We live in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's fine. Now I'm just trying to think back to, like, Roach and Ellie's wedding. And the issue is I don't really see color, so I don't really remember. But I <laughs> Fuck okay. you. No, I think those were probably all white. Man, probably. so, uh, speaking of racism, um, oh. I had to train my replacement at the thrift store. And he was fine, except that he was a white man with dreadlocks who thought that racism would stop if we just stopped engaging in it. Well, oh. no, hold on. So there's a, there is a, on a theoretical level, I Well, sure, it's like mean people wouldn't exist if everybody stopped being mean. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, you got it, buddy, absolutely, but here we are. Yeah. So was his thought, each of us as individuals should pretend racism doesn't exist and then it won't? 
I don't know. I think those braids grew into his brain. Yeah. And also, how does this even come up? You're like, yeah, this is where the t-shirts go. This is where we have, like, the cups. He's like, oh, by the way, I don't think racism should be real. And you're like, wait a yeah. minute. Well, no, I was like, so we put the forks and the spoons in separate containers. And he was like, hold on, pal. <laughs> and you were like, wait, but the containers are equal. Does that make it better? Separate but equal separate, is not equal. But, you know, they're priced the same, so. That's good. Yeah. No, it was, it was that was... And so I was like, I was going to say something, and then I remembered I only had to know him for, like, eight more hours, you know, for, like, my the rest of my life, and I just let it go. Yeah. You're just like, you seem fascinating. It's such a shame that I'm moving away. We could have been best bros. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Peace easy. Hit me up on Facebook. My name's Jed Farber. <laughs> uh, I love dick pics. <laughs> love them. Love them. You know what I don't like? I don't like... 3.2% ABV beer. It's not my favorite thing. What uh, if it's the Tady Tasty? And it might be going away forever, thanks to Kansas, oddly enough. From cjonline.com, House passes bill overhauling strong beer sales in Kansas. Kansas was one of the uh, last states to really have a strong 3.2% beer. What's the word I'm looking for? Law? Mm, presence. Statute? No, no, not like statute. Like, you could sell stronger beers, but only liquor stores could. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Yeah. And so, so, like, so 3.2s stores... were getting brewed specifically so they could get sold. Oh, it's the near elsewhere. beer. Yeah, you, sell, you can sell that yeah. in non-liquor stores. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But they just passed this law that said near, uh, uh, excuse me, convenience stores could sell stronger beer, and also liquor stores can now sell things that previously they weren't allowed to sell, like cigarettes and lottery tickets. And so it's like a compromise because they're stealing, you know. From each other. From each other. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I feel um, like if 3.2% beer were all I could buy, I would just get super fat. I would just homebrew. Oh. Uh, nah, I get super fat. <laughs> okay. Lazy. Well, as long as you have a plan, Sam. <laughs> but um, because of this, this uh, law... Um, Kansas probably isn't going to really be drinking too much more, 3.2%, which leaves basically the only other state in the union that consumes a lot of that beer, Utah, uh, kind of facing a weird situation, which is reported in this other article we have from fox13now.com. And it talks about how, like, Utah still is very conservative and doesn't like strong beers. But the fact that, like, pretty much no other state wants 3.2% beer anymore means that the big companies who make it probably aren't going to make it anymore. And it leaves Utah in kind of a weird place. You need a bunch of Utah micros that only make well, 3.2. Yeah. It actually said that um, probably the smaller companies would, well, might fill in the the void, which is weird. You know, like what if like the, the saving grace of like the Utah homebrewing or microbrewing scene was like making all this, like, watery beer. Yeah. I I also think it's kind of weird because I think a lot of the conservatism comes from the the Mormon population. Yeah. But to a Mormon, 3.2% and 32% is the same thing. Well, for them drinking personally, I think it's more about exercising control over the non-Mormon population. Okay. Would be my guess. And that's that's the part where religion gets bad. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. If they want to, uh, if they want to not, not drink, just, not just that's, Mormon. 
that's a mistake, but they can go right ahead and make that mistake. Right, right, yeah. If you don't want to drink beer, that's fine. But don't tell me that I can't drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I so... I like beer. Excuse me? Sorry, I was tuning out. I like beer. I just wanted to contribute. I'm glad you contributed. I'm glad you... Sam, what is the ABV chemo? on this? Can I ask? Uh, it's pretty great, whatever it is. <laughs> I, I don't remember. And Uh-oh. also, I, I'm... I'll check, but I don't want to tell you. I want you to guess. I think it's a lot. <laughs> Based on flavor or... Or how I'm feeling right now, yeah. Uh, the fact that you haven't paid attention to the last like, ten minutes of the show. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think I'm she sorry. re-downloaded Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. She just caught a Pidgeotto. Pokemon Stay. Oh my Jesus <laughs> <Fuck> Christ, Mary. <laughs> nah, I deleted it. That's probably my favorite joke you've ever made. <laughs> Is that the episode title? I feel like we've picked a few so oh, far. No. So, so many. Oh. Gotta pick one. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. So, we might see big breweries pretty much phase out 3.2% entirely, which would be, I mean, it wouldn't really affect me because I don't live in Utah, but I guess it would be kind of a change for the Midwest. Usually when I see these things and it's this law and it's about, like, you know, breaking down legal barriers and making things more liberal, generally speaking. If there's an opportunity to make something more liberal, I'll take it because I'm like a, a, You're social, a liberal person. So, socialist hippie bastard. Mm-hmm. There um, you go. But with this one, I actually don't care. Utah, you fucking do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'll just pretty much never go to Utah. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. one time I go to Utah, I'll just, like, go to a Get bar. I assume they sell actual beer there. Probably. I would imagine. Yeah. So, so that's that. Look out, Midwest. Changes might be a coming. Is Utah, Utah in the Midwest? I don't think so. No way. I it's guess like they're just like the West. Plains? Oh, I get it. Since you're on the West Coast, everything's the Midwest to you. No, no, no. I'm literally on the West, the West map, Coast the fucking States. elitist. You cannot like get plains, more West. Like well, Colorado, I guess like And Utah Hawaii. and Nevada. I, th- I thought that was the mountain area, but Utah doesn't really have mountain, does it? It's got, you know, all those, like, arches and stuff. Arches? Like the canyons? Yeah. The big, the arch. You so see, you're they miming it? Yeah. How drunk are you? Not. You liar. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit for a sec after this podcast before I drive home. <laughs> oh, man. Becca, Becca and I got kind of drunk the other night, and somebody just destroyed the bathroom. And I don't mean with, like, any sort of excrement. I mean, somebody must have stumbled while oh, like they, using the bathroom because there was just stuff everywhere. Oh, no. And when you say somebody, you, you guys don't have roommates. No, it was either myself or Becca. And neither, and you guys just don't remember? That is correct. So is you. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Uh, Tyler, could you do a quick a quick internet search for me? Sure. Do you remember what uh, episode 192 of the Bruges Tuesday podcast was called? <laughs> Becca ruins toilets. Check that out. Becca ruins toilets. Uh oh, well, that's good. I mean, the the toilet was pretty much okay, but like everything was on the floor. It was nice. like like a like a little hurricane had just come through the bathroom. I'm like weirdly proud of you guys because I thought you guys didn't drink anymore. If you guys both got drunk enough that you <laughs> don't remember that one of you puked a bunch, hey, good on you. <laughs> Yeah. Or no, we you fell asleep and she puked what and if, remembers and won't admit it. you guys ruined it together? Like, you were both in there, like, hang out, like, man, I love you, and then, uh-oh, and then, I like know. to think that they were smooching, and then... And then it got real bad. From everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Bursting at the seams, as it were. 
That's bursting with love. Ew. Oh. Also poop. I think it was no, just No, we were puke. celebrating... Uh, it was the last day of terms. our jobs. Say again, dude. We were celebrating because it was the last day of our respective jobs. Oh, yeah, you're uh, you're in that awesome time between working and moving. I'm fun employed, baby. So, on a scale of 1 to 1,000... Actually, let yeah. me rephrase that. On a scale of 10 to 1,000, how many times a day do you masturbate now? Uh, no times. Becca's home with me. There you go. Oh. Uh. I don't understand. They aren't wet. <laughs> We're living in a den of sin. Neither are you or me. Yeah. None of and us are married. Not... I'll tell you, I almost got you a beer called Ball and Chain, but I didn't get that one because it was actually a very interesting sounding beer for a Fletcher Brew, but I thought it'd be funny. You'd be like, get it? Because you're no. getting married. No, yeah, that would have been funny. But I didn't want to refer yeah. to three stacks. It's a ball and chain because it's like I, a negative term. I think she would get the joke. Well, yeah, but she might be sad about it. And then you'd have no minorities at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. do But um but yeah, so that happened. And uh I guess that's really the biggest thing that happened with me. We stopped working and then got so drunk. I have a drunk story. Great. Uh so Three Stacks is out of town. She's back home doing something something makeup, something something wedding. Nice. So it's just been me and Barley back here. So been hanging out with him a lot and then I was like, huh. I want to have lunch. Where should I go for lunch? Oh, there's that beer bar. I could go there. It's only a mile and a half away. You could walk. <laughs> so I walked walk there and got... And it's so nice outside this weekend. Yeah, it was really nice this weekend. So I walked there, got real drunk, and stumbled home. Did you have food for lunch, too, or just Yeah, I, I, I also had a cheese boy. Okay. But I had a bunch of beer, and it was great. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask if you were, were doing... Were you doing beer tasting for the wedding? Because I saw increased activity on Untapped. Are you talking about Saturday around lunchtime? <laughs> or is that when you were just getting drunk at this group? Yeah, that was me getting drunk at the group. <laughs> oh, okay. The the tasting isn't until like pretty soon before the wedding because they need to make sure they have all the right stuff in season still. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. Which I'm totally stoked for and thought we were doing a few weeks ago and it was just the food. And I was like, oh, only delicious food. God damn it. I can't really empathize. Because you don't know what delicious food tastes like? Right, or companionship. What? Are you kidding me? We You've talked dating... about how you and Becca barfed in the bathroom together. It's so beautiful. How fucking long have you guys been dating? Like six Forever. years? Eight years? No, like, I think it'll be six years in August. We're going to be like common law married. Wait, in August? How did you guys get together in August? You met in college. Yeah. There's, like, before you officially are dating, there's a whole, like, period of, you know, casual dates, other things, and one day you have to define the relationship, and then you, yeah. you start dating. But, like, were you flirting at the end of sophomore year, and then the first week of junior year started officially dating? Well, you're a year off. We we met junior year, and then it was, like, we went back to school, like, August 20th or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that would have been an envy, too. You're right. Yeah. We got back to school, like, August 20th, and I think, like, the 29th and the 30th, we started dating. Nice. Trying to lock it down. But, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a catch. What can I say? Nobody buys that. Why did you look at me, Sam, when you said that? <laughs> Just because I wanted you to think it was as funny as I did. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We've been together a while. Good. Good job. Yep. Thanks, G. <laughs> And yet, Stan, Sam is beating me to the uh, to the altar by like 
a while. Yeah, I mean, you know, money helps, I think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's an expensive process, my God. Yeah. Well, um, but uh, I just got your I got your invitation, Samuel. So that was nice. The official invitation. I got the STD from you a couple months ago. Yeah, apparently that's like a thing that old people don't understand. Stids. What to save the date? Yeah, I guess that's a newer thing. Is it? Apparently. Oh. Some of it them just didn't... seems to make sense though. So you sent them to save the date, and they were like, "What is this?" I yeah, they were like, "You're supposed to like give me a return envelope." I'm like, no, 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 that's the invite. This is a save the date. And, and maybe the, because people are way more spread out in these modern times. Maybe. Or maybe people make plans faster than they used to. Because there's, like, websites for making plans. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it does seem like if you get an invite, like, we sent them out a little bit early. But if you get one that's only, like, six weeks ahead, that's, like, a reasonable amount. And is like, no, dude, I have plans. You should have told yeah. me. I wouldn't have made these plans. Yeah, that happened yeah. with one of my friends from back home. She was getting married, I think, in, like, two weeks from now. But I got the invite for it, like, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I can't, like, buy a ticket. And, like, I don't... I yeah, it's not a reasonable expectation. Yeah, I felt bad. Even just for, like, pricing tickets and hotels. Yeah. Like, the sooner you tell people, the better. Mm-hmm. Oh, dick, I gotta get a, a room at that fucking hotel. I gotta get on that. Yeah, you and Farber should, like, split a place or something. <laughs> Yeah. Normally, yeah. homie, you know I would say go ahead and sleep on my floor, but that that ain't happening in the in the honeymoon suite. No, I I mean, I don't love to watch. Not my thing. What happened? Is this what happens when I t- I zone out? You guys start talking about watching. I think usually we talk about sex. Okay. And then and then we're too um, we're too puritanical. So as soon as you're back in the conversation, we're, we just. You know, we kind of both had the same Talk about thought. Pokemon. We were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Such, <laughs> such thoughts are not appropriate for a woman. Nope. <laughs> Women don't have sex. No, absolutely not. Just like they don't poop. Correct. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. I'll say the really bidet have... themed episode would suggest <laughs> otherwise. By the way, still great. Still love it. Still expecting that as a wedding gift. You said you didn't want one anymore. Okay, I guess Man, I'm, I guess I'm buying my own fucking bidet now. Right. I had a chance to use a bidet and I b- blew it. What does that mean? I I was like, oh, because I told you last week I went to the Finnish country uh, saunas or whatever. Yeah. And they had a bidet there. Yes. Like it was advertised on the bathroom door that they had a bidet. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to poop in this place. But then I got too drunk and forgot. Oh, no. If I yeah. saw that, I'd be like, Ayo. Y'all got beans here? <laughs> Y'all got beans and coffee? I have some business to attend to. They did. They had lots of coffee. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, but I drank too much and forgot about it, so I blew it. I was going to say that's okay, but I don't think it is. You got to no, go back. Go back? Yeah. Go. <laughs> well, we don't have any more articles to do, so should we should we wrap this up or, or what? Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. Okay, well, let me just do my beer first, because you two have the interesting switcheroo thing. So, I, I had Lagunitas The Waldo's Special Ale. It was 11.9% ABV. I didn't love it. Uh, it was just it was too thick and heavy to be an IPA for me. Just, like, all that alcohol and that heavy mouthfeel just made me really full. I don't know. I want an IPA that's kind of, like, refreshing and... and tasty and gets me going not one that like weighs me down and makes me feel 
like I've drank a bowling ball. Um, How about in like late winter, when you still it's still stout season, but you're pining for spring beers? Would it would it be an effective transition beer? Because that's roughly what we're in right now, and your beer sounds really good to me, and I think that's why. I mean, maybe it would be more appropriate in your climate than mine, because I'm pretty much in spring, you know, being out here on the West Coast and all. But, uh, yeah, maybe that would be a good use case, but that's not what time I'm in, so I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a 3.8. I just really, I didn't enjoy drinking it. That's just the way it is. Should I go? Who wants to, yeah, who wants to guess on their switcher brew first? Well, it's got bits in it, like I said. This is delicious. I feel like it's Belgian. I think it's it's brown. I feel like it's like I, I don't know, like the the bits of you feel like it's something farmhousey slash trappisty. That's slash, all I got. Slash like Belgian quad. There we go. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you're like close the though. Or the quads. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to my sister who made me drink a bunch of Trappist beers at Christmas. So I was like vaguely aware. <laughs> That's that good shit. Yeah. No, it's great. I liked this. Which brew is this from? It's from Boulevard. Nice. Did, I, I don't remember if you were on when I had previous beers from the the Thrillogy before. Sounds familiar. I'm not sure. This is part three of the Thrillogy. Oh, thank you for sharing the Thrillogy. Yeah. Wow, it's great. Yay. Did you rate it at all? Oh, I did or? not. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is. Oh, no. Yeah, I would probably give this, like, a nine. Like, it's really good. I like it a lot. I would drink this again for sure. Do you want? Do you want to just take a stab at the ABV? It's like it's got to be like nine or ten plus. Eleven eight. There we go. <laughs> Was that also yours, Tyler? I had eleven nine. Eleven Thank nine. You. Okay, so now I don't know what mine is, and I think it's got a decent ABV, but I don't think I'm up to up into the eleven range. So I'll say be, that you're correct. I'm gonna be the little baby for this round. Not that much of a baby, but the baby is. Uh, so this is a. Uh, this is a pretty decent stout. It's got great malt character, great mouthfeel, probably the same mouthfeel Tyler's working with, but it's appropriate yeah. in this case. Chocolate flavors, and I've been trying to to nail down that other flavor, and it's like... So I, I, I will say on the label, it's got six distinct flavors listed. Six? There's no So do you want to try listing them all now? No. <laughs> uh, it, if chocolate isn't one of them. It kind of is. Co- like cocoa nibs or something Yeah, like exactly. That. Okay. Cacao nibs. Exactly. Yeah, that's go. what you say when you want to say chocolate but be fancy. <laughs> yes. And I feel like there's something in here that's that's a little fruitier that I haven't been able to nail down, and I've kind of been waffling between, like, raisins and prunes and kind of, like, in that sort of barley wine-ish territory, but not that much. Uh, maybe cherries or something like that? Am I in the ballpark? No. No. Okay, great. Well, with fruit, he, he's in the ballpark. So he's in the air, in he's in, like, the city. I wouldn't say he's in a specific ballpark. Some cities have multiple ballparks. Should I reveal what's going on? Yeah, hit me. Okay, so you're right. It's a stout. It's Evil Twin Brewing's Imperial Mexican Biscotti Cake Break, which is 10.5 ABV. So you're right, you're a baby, but not like the baby's baby. <laughs> it's double-digit club. And then your ingredients are coffee, cinnamon, almonds, cacao nibs, vanilla, and habanero peppers. So it's it's a detriment that I couldn't pick out the hot pepper. I was gonna say I'm intri- I was that's part of the reason I got this one was because one, there's, it's there's, like the most sam beer I could find. It's just a sip left, but you tell me, I because I don't really taste hot that much anymore because I drink so much hot pepper beer, but I get. It. And I feel like between hot pepper and cinnamon, like I should have gotten some heat and I didn't get any. Yeah, 
I wouldn't have gotten it. It doesn't taste it, like hot or anything. That might be because it's pretty sweet from mm-hmm. uh, from those other flavors, but got the cinnamon a little bit. So I, I knew it was in there though. You know me so well. Like this beer is great, mm-hmm. but it's like it's even better because it was a great pick for me. Like. I love Evil Twin, and I love hot pepper beers, and I, I, I especially like it in a stout. Yeah, no, this was, yeah, th- that was a great pick. I was um, surprised you haven't, like, had it before. I was worried you'd take a sip and be like, I got it, Bazinga. The, there, <laughs> there was a time before where I had had the beer before and had actually had it on the show before and described it exactly the same way, but didn't couldn't recognize that it was the same beer. Yeah. But, yeah, this this was great. I, I'm, I am disappointed because I, I do think... Hot Pepper would take this beer to the next level, which apparently they tried to do, but didn't, it didn't really uh, come through. Uh, I give this a 7-4, and say anyone who uh, who wants a kind of a, a KO stout, this is a good one. All right, all right. Well, um, Mary, thank you for coming on and doing Switch a Brew. I think it's a fun segment. I like when we do it, so I thanks for playing too. along. Yeah. And then I get more interesting beers when I buy beer for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you know, just hang out with Sam for a little while. You know, yeah. you don't have to drive home right away. No, I do not. <laughs> well, the other half of that bottle's in the fridge. No, it's not. No, it is. No, it is. I can drink it, but it is in the fridge. Okay. It was like a 22 There's like a little bit left of that one. Oh, was that? It wasn't a huge bomber, yeah. Well, uh, Sam, do you happen to know what you might be drinking next week? Well, I can tell you the brewery and the style, okay. but I haven't picked the beer yet. Much like Mary, my betrothed knows me very well and knows how much I like hot pepper beer as well as Flying Dog Brewery. Oh, yeah. And uh, last year I had a couple beers from their Heat series, and they did it again this year with all new beers, uh, and she got me the Hot Box, which I Whoa. really like that name, <laughs> uh, which is a, um, a variety pack, so there are four different hot pepper beers in there. And so that, that'll be that's the next month of the show is me drinking each of those in sequence. Um, nice. I don't know which one I'm having first, but it'll be a flying dog hot pepper beer. Okay. Sounds well, great. what a happy month of Bruce Tews for you, Samuel. I actually one of them's a Goza, so I know it's gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> like that, but. Oh no! Oh, I'm happy on for the Goza episode. I like Gozas. We can probably make that work. Really, it's uh, it's Gozas. Gozas I don't really like, but they almost always make for good content, mm-hmm. which is more important than uh, my palate. Amen. I would certainly say so. <laughs> that it's more important than your palate. Right. Right. But if you have a beer you want to recommend to destroy Sam's palate or really anything else you want to say, you can email us at bruisedaytuesdaypodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at bruisedaytuesday or you can comment on our links at bruisedaytuesday.com. Thank you, Mary, for coming by. Of course. Anytime. And don't let the bastards keep you down, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Here comes up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. I know I'm, I'm giving a toast. Yeah. When is that going down? Is that going down at the reception or at the uh, rehearsal dinner? I'm trying to remember when the toasts happen. Okay. I, I can drop double toasts, you know. I can cook up as many toasts as necessary. I mean how many, many. slots your toaster got? Right. I got a whole I got a whole loaf of sliced bread just ready to go in the okay. toaster oven. <laughs>